0: Welcome to All Things Leadership, where together we will explore and discover what leadership is all about, so that you can start leading the life you want to live. My mission is to inspire, motivate, and excite you to become the best version of yourself at home, at work, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Jamie Smith. Now let's talk leadership. Hey y'all! I just wanted to start this episode by saying thank you for hitting that play button. I don't get the chance to thank you guys like face to face, so I just want to be sure to tell you how super appreciative I am to have you taking time out of your busy day to listen in, and I hope that it's worth your while. All right, so in today's episode, I want to inspire you to stop and think about what you really want for yourself. I want to inspire you to create a vision for your life. I want to motivate you to set some goals, no matter how big or small they are, and I want to help you put together a map for your life so that in those moments that you feel lost, you have something to turn to for guidance and to get you back on track. So today's episode is all about having a vision for yourself and creating a map to get you there. I actually wrote a blog about this recently, and I found myself typing for days, then realized the blog was entirely too long. So, I rerouted and decided to post the blog minus a thousand words or so and do an episode about it so I could keep going with what's on my mind. So, if you haven't checked out the blog, it's on my website, allthingsleadership.com, and you can even subscribe to it if you like it so that you never miss one. Now, let's get into it. I want to explore what vision is for a minute, and I'm sure most of you have heard of a vision statement, especially associated with a company or an organization. It hangs on the wall right next to that mission statement usually, if there is one. But today, I'm not talking about vision for an organization. Today, I am talking about vision as an individual, vision for your life. And most of us don't go hanging our own visions on our walls at home, but hey, some of us may have a vision board of sorts, and I encourage that. Having a visual representation of what you want your life to be as that daily reminder can never be a bad thing. You know what I think is interesting and sort of funny too is that it's completely acceptable and normal to put a poster with your vision up on the wall at work, but at home it's to some seen as sort of silly to have a vision board hanging. When I think of having a spot in my house that is there to remind me of my goals and dreams, that doesn't seem silly at all. I'm not a mom yet y'all, but I can tell you that when I am, My household will be one where my children have a place to write on or hang pictures that have to do with their hopes and dreams. Having this visual representation in your home, regardless of whether it's a vision board, a poster, or a sticky note on the fridge, it's all good stuff and all as effective as hanging that poster up in an organization. It may not necessarily make you live out that vision. It doesn't mean that it's 100% going to come true for you. It just acts as the reminder. The like, hey, don't forget your goals and aspirations. Hey, don't forget that house you want to buy. Or hey, don't forget that position you want on your team or that dream vacation that you want to go on so bad. Because life happens, people, and we can easily let a lot of time pass us by without even remembering to stop and think about what's important to us. We forget sometimes what we even want for ourselves. So if writing down somewhere where you can see it or hanging up a poster with pictures all over it is what works for you, I say yes to all of the above. The more the merrier. Okay, so what is vision? It's using your imagination to foresee the future, the future that you want for yourself. It's not real yet, but we visualize it. It's not where we are now, but where we see ourselves going, where we want to go. Now let's get into this whole map and vision correlation that this episode is all about, and I'm going to tell you how to create a map for your own life. So imagine going somewhere you have never been before, and it's a really big place, okay? So think like theme park, outlet mall, new school or work campus, a park, whatever, and you're looking at that red star on a map that says, you are here. What we're doing when we're looking at that red star on the map is we're assessing our current positions. Then we look at where we're trying to go on the map, right? Then we sort of analyze the path choices and decide which path is the best to take, and usually we decide this based on ease or convenience of the path, right? Then we start moving in the direction of our destination. Easy enough using a map for when you need to get from point A to point B, but when we are trying to get from point A to point B in our lives, we don't have a map to pull out to keep us on track, but we can create one for ourselves. So let's say the red star or red dot, whatever it is, on that map, let's say that that's you. And the different paths you can take are the goals to help you achieve what you want. So the destination, then, is the vision you have for your life. I think something is important to note here, too. Just like on a map in a park or a mall, there's different pathways to get to where you want to get to which means there are different paths you can take in life, too, and it's okay. It will even be okay if you detour sometimes or decide to take that scenic route. That's part of enjoying life. What's the point of it all if we don't stop and smell the roses every once in a while? Also worth noting that your vision for your life can even change as you go along, and that's okay, too. Just like a real map, over the course of years, with the roads always changing, Your map will need to be updated sometimes, just like real maps do. This is all just part of growth. It's a good thing. If you find yourself doing this and kind of reevaluating or adjusting your vision or your goals, that's not a bad thing. So let's break down how to go about creating this map for your life, and we're going to break it down into steps, and I'm going to give you some questions you can ask yourself that may help. And there's three steps, and they're the same steps that we talked about just now when we were talking about how you look at a regular map, so it should be pretty easy to remember if you're going to go back and do this later. This would be a really great thing to uh, journal about. So step one is, it's that red star. It's the you are here. This is assessing where you are now. This is you gaining the self-awareness. So some questions are like, what am I currently doing with my life right now? What are your strengths and weaknesses? What are your likes and dislikes? What have you achieved so far? Do you like where you currently are? Is what you are doing right now moving you towards your dreams? Or is it completely out of alignment with what you wish you were doing? You have to get super clear on where you are now. All right, so step two. This is the destination on the map. This is you figuring out your vision for your life, figuring out where it is that you want to go. This is you envisioning your life as you want it to be. So the questions here are simple. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And most importantly, who do you want to be? And you have to take the time to really visualize it. Like, What does this place in your life look like for you? And how does it feel for you emotionally being there in that place in your mind? It should feel really good. Once you've figured out that destination, then you're going to start looking at all those different paths. So that's step three. Step three is choosing the path. It's setting the goals. So it's deciding which path we want to go down, and we're going to start walking. And what we walk on to get there are stepping stones. Those stepping stones are the goals. One step at a time will get you where you want to go if you keep going. So ask yourself when you're trying to set these goals, like what's the most important thing right now? What is one thing you can do today or this week or this month? What goals do you need to put in place and in what amount of time do you need to achieve these goals? Don't forget about the SMART goals acronym here either. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that on a previous episode, but anytime we're setting goals in our life, this acronym is super helpful. So remember when you're setting these goals, they need to be SMART. They need to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. Okay, so once we've done these three steps and determined our master plan, now we have to begin making this materialize. It's one thing for us to take the time to map out our vision and the goals to get ourselves there, but now we need motivation, we need accountability, we need to believe in ourselves. And these are all things that many people struggle with. So if this is you, you're not alone. When it comes to the accountability piece, if self-accountability is not something that you feel like you've really taken a stab at already and you want to try just holding yourself accountable to these goals and to getting to your vision, then you can just try writing down these goals in your planner or in your phone notes. You got to write down what it is that you want to accomplish. And then you can even set reminders in your phone's calendar to check in with yourself on whether or not you got those things done. I realized a long time ago how good I was at following up with other people on things, and I realized how little I followed up on my own personal to-do's. When I realized I wasn't following up with myself, but that I was doing a good job with everyone else, this told me that I was capable, so why not try it out on me? Hold myself accountable. So I started setting reminders and writing more of my personal goals down and checking in with myself more often on those things. And guess what? I've accomplished so much more by doing that. But if you already know, that you are not good at holding yourself accountable, and you don't do well with achieving your goals in general, I have a few suggestions. You can either find yourself an accountability partner, maybe a friend or a family member that you are going to share this vision with and share your goals with. You can even ask this person to check in with you periodically to see how things are going. Another option would be getting yourself a coach or getting yourself a mentor, A big part of a coach's job is to hold you accountable for your goals and your dreams. And the beauty of a coaching partnership is that even when you don't believe in yourself, the coach will hold that belief for you. They will continue to believe, no matter what, that you are capable of doing what you want to do. And sometimes, all someone lacks is either the belief in themselves, or they don't have that person in their life that is there to keep pushing them and telling them that they can do it. When it comes to believing in yourself, it's great to have people in your life that will always believe in you, and that feels great to have that kind of support. But if you don't believe in yourself first, you won't truly get anywhere. So how do you build belief in yourself? I think it's similar to how you build confidence. Confidence is built through doing things that make you uncomfortable. It's maybe doing things that you haven't done before. You can't get more confident with public speaking, for example, if you never publicly speak. You have to provide the evidence to yourself that you can do it, the proof that you are capable. And sometimes that means doing something before you are ready to do it. But what you will walk away from that experience with is more confidence and more of that belief in yourself than was present before. And you'll be more willing to go out there and do it again. But the bottom line is, we have to understand ourselves, and we have to think ahead of time of how we are going to possibly get in our own way to accomplishing this vision we have for ourselves. Many of us know, for example, that we are, are stubborn or lazy or impatient, and we can't just accept that as a personality trait. We instead should have the awareness that we can certainly behave those ways sometimes, be impatient, be lazy. But we work to better ourselves if this is a behavior of ours that is causing negative results in our life. We don't just say, oh, that's just me. So don't just accept being unmotivated. Don't accept that voice in your head that says, there's no way I can do this. Be ready for those annoying thoughts to show up, though, and be ready to fight back. Let's imagine for a second, if you were the best version of yourself already, and let's imagine you already achieved everything you wanted to. And you are already living in that vision you have for your life. If that version of you were standing across from you in those moments that you feel like you lack the belief in yourself, in those moments you don't have any drive to do all the things, what would that best version of yourself that had already made it to the finish line have to say to you in that moment, you think? My future self living in my dream world would tell me, listen, sis, get it together. It's really nice over here. And if you just push through, it will all be worth it, I promise. She might even remind me that I don't have to do any of this. I want to do all of this. And that's something that helps me push through. So choose to take action on your dreams because you want to and because you can, not because you have to. So to recap the steps of creating your map. Step one was just getting really clear on where you are now. Step two is what kind of life do you want for yourself? Where is that destination? What's the vision? Step three is set the goals to get you there. Choose your path. Stop making excuses and start taking action. So after these three steps and after everything we talked about today, what I know to be true is that it's not so much about how, but about who you need to be to get you to your vision. So focus on who you need to be a whole lot more than focusing on the how. We can all set goals for ourselves, but the difference between people who only set goals and those who actually accomplish them is not only all the work that they put in, in between point A and point B on their maps, but it's the fact that they never give up. So, in closing out this episode, I want to say choose your paths well. Take the time to think about what the best path for you really is, and make a promise to yourself that you will do everything in your power to get yourself there. So don't give up. Constantly refer to your map, especially when you feel lost. Reevaluate and adjust it when necessary. Erase and start over if you must, but have one. I hope this podcast one episode at a time equips you with knowledge and insight you need to help you lead the life that you want to live. So keep listening friends. Creating the map is only the beginning. We have to commit to continued growth along the way and I am 100% committed. I hope you're with me. Have a great day y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do leave me a review and a five-star review if you feel it's worth it. These reviews help my podcast out so much with gaining a wider audience. And of course, that is the ultimate goal here to reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance. If you do, thank you, if you've already done it. And also, if you don't want to miss an episode, don't forget to hit that little plus sign or those three little dots to follow or subscribe. If you're interested in life and leadership coaching, You can email me at jamiesmith at allthingsleadership.com or you can check the show notes for other ways to connect with me. I hope you guys have a wonderful two weeks before I talk to you again. Until next time, bye now.